0: The crossbar and. Oh, Throw, oh my goodness, are you kidding me? The oh on the field is that the winner did not complete the catch during the process of the count. Oh, L. Interference announced and then interference picked up. It's all now. Play is it's all now. Well, the Detroit Lions traveled to Los Angeles to take on Matt Stafford and the LA Rams. Uh and basically it what what ends up being essentially going to visit your ex-girlfriend after she moved to California for a rich hot guy in, in LA. Uh, and is you're hoping that, you know, things aren't working out so well and she's pining to get back to you, back with you. But unfortunately for lions fans, that is not the case. Uh, Matt is doing all quite well. Uh, <laughs> as, as you notice the Rams are, uh, Super Bowl favorite at this point. I mean, you could make a strong argument. Matt Stafford is the MVP of of the league right now. I'm not going to um, say that I didn't pick him for MVP, but I did. Yeah, it's it's a good pick. What's most frustrating about that is just out of you know, beyond not beyond the spite aspect of it, it, it has a real world effect that the the Rams are so good because it affects the number one draft, the first round draft picks that the lions are going to be getting from the Rams as they keep getting worse as the Rams get better. So it's just, it's just a double kick to the nuts, but apparently lots and lots of Matthew Stafford support Uh as any lions fan that traveled to Los Angeles this week was apparently wearing a Stafford Jersey. So in, it was even uh, brought up or oh, no, not sure if he brought it up, but he, he, Matt Stafford did comment on it. He was, it said it was, he said it was unbelievable how much lion support he thought he, he he noticed out there. So, whatever I I mean I understand there's nothing to hate about Matt Stafford. He's a, he's a super good guy, and it just it just never worked out for for the Lions. You know, basically the Lions are a completely inept organization. So you can't can't blame Stafford for that. And this is kind of the referendum on that, you know, as you see how successful he is outside of detroit uh it's obvious the problem has always been us it's not you it's me is what it comes down to so it was a big it was just crazy that that would they would be on the schedule together because they don't often play the the rams so but of course traveling to la uh thought they were gonna get destroyed I, i i assumed it would be a bloodbath and it was actually anything but and I think we've got to give all the credit to coach Dan Campbell for coaching way out of the box and doing everything he can with the a, a subpar, barely pro roster that he's, he's been dealt, um, pulled out all the stops to maximize the talents that he does have on the roster and made it, made it a, a close game with it. You know, the chance to actually win that in the fourth quarter, if not for some boneheaded plays that I'll get to in a bit, but, The Lions actually drove right down the field, long pass for a touchdown to start the game. 7-0 lead, Uh, as I mentioned last week. They had not taken a snap with the lead at any point in the season Uh, because anytime they took the lead, they always gave the ball back and immediately let the other team tie it or go ahead. So uh, Dan Campbell is not going to let that happen this time as he had an onside kick in the first quarter after their first possession. And it fucking worked. I actually was screaming at my television. I couldn't believe it worked so perfectly. It's just a, such a rare occurrence in the pros these days that an onside kick actually works. Plus, you never see a first quarter onside kick, but it was brilliant. You know, the idea is don't give the ball to the the potent Rams offense, and it, it, that that was not a bad plan. It was basically the only way they could. They had a chance, and it was working. Uh, the Lions did take a snap with the lead. Finally. <laughs> after that onside kick and went down and got a got a field goal. So they were up 10 nothing before Matt Stafford even had the ball in his hands once. So that part was brilliant. Um there's also a fake punt uh, in the first quarter that Yeah, a lot a lot they they went they went to the the bag of tricks early. Well yeah, it's like if you're pulling out all the stops with an onside kick, you might as well fake punt, you know, if you've got if you've got the chance and you've you've seen their tendencies and it obviously worked well. Uh, Jack, Jake, uh, Jack Fox, uh, Lions punter, uh, executed a 17-yard fake punt pass uh, for a first down. That is the first pass in the NFL completed by a punter this year. The 17 yards is actually the sixth longest pass by a punter in Lions history. So there's your <laughs> great moments in Lions punting history for the week. Yeah. Uh, the lion i'm getting these all from the lions twitter feed like they are they are pumping up all the punting stats they can every week there's something historic with our punting so and the lions are all too happy to point it out so so yes yet another great moment in uh lions punting history they had a second fake punt that was executed properly so yeah i mean we're, we're dominating the league in punting in every aspect that you can imagine unfortunately that is usually a sign of complete failure um and that is who the Lions are. Uh, the, the strategy I mentioned, you know, keeping the ball away from Stafford worked, worked fairly well. But they, of course, anytime Stafford had the ball, they pretty much scored. Uh, the Lions were down, I believe, 17-13 at the half. Um, but, you know, keeping it close was really all they could they had hope for. And like I said, they had a shot to actually come down and tie the game in the fourth quarter. But, of course, uh, Jared Goff... Uh, who is the rare combination of a quarterback who is not a threat to hurt you deep and is still a turnover machine uh, through a brutal interception in the red zone uh, with under five minutes to go, thus cementing the, the loss, you know, the lions, the story of the year is red zone opportunities gone awry. They, they had five chances in the red zone on Sunday and came up with zero touchdowns. And that, that's almost the exact same stat line as in Chicago a couple of weeks ago. So, so many times they move the ball and just cannot, cannot, uh, convert those into touchdowns. So what can you do? Uh, you know, again, it's a, it's a blessing in disguise because this season is is a wasted season and the, the higher our draft picked is the better, uh, as we have cemented, we're doing our best to cement the number one overall draft pick. Um, uh, the only stats I had, uh, were just more quarterback comparisons. I think Jared Goff had, uh, 250 yards passing, you know, one TD before in the first quarter, one interception. Meanwhile, Matt Stafford, 350 plus yards, uh, three touchdowns, no interceptions. So you can just see the difference right there. But, um, yeah i mean that's really all i've got for the lions it's it was uh everyone was kind of looking at this game for a long time just as uh like i said a referendum on what what the past you know 11 12 years meant for the lions and matt stafford and we know exactly what it was it was us all along